0: we're back we're back (laughs) we're up in it and we Uh, can see ourselves
1: we can see ourselves and also we hope you could see us Mm -hmm. um because if not that means the camera thing went totally wrong yeah
0: we got a new camera
1: (laughs) we have a new camera pretty stoked it's very exciting. Uh,
0: I feel nervous to do this one again after like weeks off.
1: Yeah. I feel
0: nervous to be back.
1: But I hope you guys like the guests that mm-hmm. we had for you the last couple of weeks. Yeah.
0: yes, unbelievable. We had um, Jacob, Portland artist, mm-hmm. Portland, Maine artist, and all around great human. Uh, Micah, who is just a great human being, <laughs> is just like kind of one of a kind humans, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, just a and not just a badass woman. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just a badass woman. And then um, Nick G, deep, uh, uh, deep, very uh,
1: philosophical.
0: Philosophical, very beautiful mind. Uh, he was a great artist as well. And then we had Stevie uh stevie the greek outdoor just all around guy yeah. just and, knows everything um,
1: during that time we learned a lot so mm-hmm. i'm sorry about audio camera whatever funkiness went on in those yeah, episodes there was some fun thank you for just sitting through it and yeah. watching and listening to what um everyone had to say yeah um we learned a lot so going forward there's going to be some changes to when we have guest episodes and yeah. even here at our home how we record is changing all the time so yeah. we're always looking to improve so it's yeah. If you ever have feedback um, or, like, have an idea for us to talk about or how we can change our setup, let us know. Mm
0: -hmm. Um, It was first time on the road. First time on the road. We were roadies. I think that one of the biggest takeaways I took away was, um, like, as much as I like to wing things, some base, like, preparation needs to be done. Like, there needs to be... Uh, at least from like my brain, something to glance over yeah, at, some like, sort
1: of outline.
0: Even though mine and Jacob's may have not seemed outlined, like I had bullet points, and yeah. Tom Cruise was one of yeah. them. And then thirty minutes of the episode is like Tom Cruise jokes, yeah. you know. But that was good. Yeah, I was a little unprepared with with Nick um, and Stevie, mm-hmm. and also jet lag.
1: Jet lagged, super full. Crazy. Like we don't usually eat big meals before we record. Yeah. Um. So I think that had a lot. We were to do smashing
0: with it. food. It was vacay. And traveling. You know
1: traveling, yeah. But, but yeah, it was fun.
0: Let me, um, oh.
1: Like and subscribe guys. We need you guys to subscribe we to do. our channel so that we can do like such cool stuff. We
0: need big, we um, need big subscription We numbers. can see that you
1: guys like come back every week but mm-hmm. subscribe, it'll help us out and it takes like one second so yeah. um, They're... subscribe to the you know what's podcast. crazy?
0: I just started, I just started <laughs> my own like uh, YouTube yeah. profile, yeah. like yeah. viewing profile and I subscribe to everybody now. Really? I love right? it. Right? I told I you. I love it. So you did. You, you put me So you weren't
1: on. a subscriber mm-hmm. person. You didn't even have a YouTube account. No,
0: I just Just used as a guest. I've had a
1: YouTube account since fucking the OG YouTube days. It's such
0: a different world. It's a
1: different world. And you get more like recommendations based on your subscription so you like are opened up to all these like-minded individuals mm-hmm. um so if you don't have a youtube account make one there. just for us
0: mm-hmm. so you can yeah. subscribe
1: get but in there um, i want
0: to get i want to show the people wait, wait, wait. This. we gotta what? tell
1: the people who we are
0: oh my god this is the here now podcast yes. i'm dan and
1: i'm jan Boom. welcome back to another
0: week and we're back dude i want to show this gift that yeah. you got me it's yeah. christmas right mm-hmm. it's from uh brother brother is a brand they make clothing hats they got sunglasses they got Got home goods. This holds our uh, Palo Santo and it's an old it looks like Marb Reds. I used to smoke Marb Reds so I love it. And it's my favorite thing in the house right now so shouts out to Brother Brother. Whoa, whoa. They're unbelievable. Not a sponsor would be super cool if they were though. <laughs> really really cool.
1: Um, yeah they have different containers too so like mm-hmm. if it's a really good gift to give so for good. somebody that like smokes or used to smoke cigarettes or just like little knickknacks around the house. Yeah. They have um, other yeah. Other cigarette brands.
0: Yeah, they got Parliament's. Reminds me of my mom. She rips Parliament's. Really? They got. Um, I think they got Newport as well. It's just cool. It's like a. I love the look of a marbred like box of cigarettes. Yeah. Like it's just one of the most pleasing designs to me. So this thing. Oh my god, yeah. I love it. Yeah. Oh my
1: god. I love
0: it. Let's do. Oh my one. god! It's March,
1: guys. When mm-hmm. you guys When you guys listen, when when this um, episode drops, it will be March first. Love that.
0: 19 days
1: till our wedding or elopement or our ceremony or our union, you know, it's just so whatever many
0: words,
1: whatever you want to call it.
0: I finally picked out a suit. Oh yes. my God. Talk about stressful. I got a, uh, excuse me. I got a, uh, Navy blue tweed suit uh three piece and then uh i'm probably gonna wear a bolo tie with some cowboy boots cool and just go full fucking cowboy
1: and i'm wearing a dress -uh.
0: (laughs) nah yeah nice (laughs)
1: i'm wearing a dress everything's coming together so well Mm -hmm. i'm very excited very anxious dude. i'm excited for it Mm -hmm. i'm sure my anxiety will creep in on like the friday saturday before Mm. or maybe like even sooner i don't know but um
0: mine's here and it's a (laughs) knocking
1: But it's exciting. And then we get to like next year, we get to have all our family for a a big shindig party. Yeah.
0: We're going to do a, we'll do like a fat wedding reception at whatever, whatever house we buy in Maine. Mm -hmm. Dude, we'll get into the move. But I just like. (laughs) one of the things right here it just says cannot contain excitement for yeah move.
1: yeah yeah and the, and i have something to share about that later too i just i just want to speak
0: on it cool yeah. um let's do colors okay. let's get back into some structure let's get back
1: into it you know
0: yeah um what do you think colors colors is um something that we do at the beginning of every episode and if you watch this podcast on youtube or listen anywhere else you hear the same thing over and over but it's like uh, we like to take our feelings or our emotions over the last couple days, or just overall, like, "Hey, how you doing?" and put a color on it and kind of match some words to that color. So, what do you think, Janie?
1: I love it. That's, this is one of my favorite segments because mm. it kind of just gets us started, like, mm-hmm. okay, rolling. we're podcasting. Yeah. Um, my color is <laughs> my color is um, like a pale orange. Love that. Pale orange. Mm. I am so happy. Like, Mm. I just, uh, I can't contain my excitement and my happiness because I think over the last week or so, I was very angry. I was, Mm. I had so much anger and resentment inside of me within every aspect of my life. And it just kept, like, resurfacing, like, bubbling up. I was just bubbling up with anger and I couldn't navigate it. I didn't know, like, I was trying to put reasoning behind my anger and trying to justify it and and like just work through it but I couldn't because I didn't know I w- why I was angry and then I spoke to my resources like you Micah my mom my therapist and it was just like yeah it's okay to be angry mm-hmm. and w- I, I feel like having I I feel like a lot of people talk about having like a support system is very Mm -hmm. important, but not a lot of people have that advantage. Like a lot of people don't have friends. A lot of people don't have family, Mm -hmm. but if there is somebody out there that, um, you find intelligent or (laughs) or emotionally aware, or you feel like you can go to them without judgment, don't take advantage, but take advantage. Mm -hmm. You know, like I feel like when you and I first, started dating or when me and my friends first became friends it was like i don't want to um
0: trauma dump yeah yeah, yeah i don't yeah. want
1: to trauma dump i don't want to make you feel like the weight of my what i'm going through mm-hmm. but then there comes a moment where it's like wait this person is here for me yeah this person correct me if i'm wrong is serving me mm-hmm. you know yeah as the universe As I serve the universe, the universe is serving me, you know? So it's this exchange of gratitude and service to all these aspects of our life. Um,
0: Bars. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So it was just a good week to rely on the people that are closest to me. And I found myself checking in with a lot of my friends. A lot of my friends are either pregnant or having babies. So it was just like... Every day I was like, How are you doing? How's the baby? How are you? Like, what is going on? Do you need anything? And it just felt really good to like pay them back, Mm -hmm. you know, in a way with like nurturing, attention, and affection because you never know what somebody is going through. And even if they say they're okay, that is their moment and their chance to say they're not okay. And I think opening up that door is the friend that I want to be, you -hmm. know? Yeah, for Um, sure. So, yeah, I'm just very happy. There's so much to look forward to. I have received such great news over the last month or so. It's just been like, wow, life. I love life right now. Mm -hmm, I'm loving life.
0: Yeah, 100%. I love that. (laughs) I really do. Good job. You start
1: bursting out into tears.
0: (laughs) I didn't put the seat seat back down. No, I think um, one of the... The (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's why you're so angry. <laughs> no. no, it's the sink. It's um, actually in the laundry. So. In the laundry. No, no. But no, no, honestly, I think, let's talk about it because I, I think it's, oh, I got to do my color, yeah, yeah, but yeah, then yeah. can we wrap back to that? Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, Did
1: you forget our topic? We talked about
0: what we we're going to No, I have, okay. I have my own topics as well. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, my color, fuck, man. I honestly, do you know the. Uh, uh, back in the day, when like when, you're, uh, when we had old cable, the fuzzy, colorful yeah. screen, mm-hmm. the zinging one with all the colors, I kind of feel like that right now. Like
1: it's texturized?
0: Yeah, texturized, yeah. I'm super, um, I'm like anxious about a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. um, things that like anxious in a way where there's things I'm looking forward to. Um, I think a lot, yeah, a lot of things that I'm looking forward to and I think being out of, uh, routine has been really hard or I'm trying new routines and like new disciplines, I guess I'll call them. Um, just like, and it's, I don't want to sound like a little bitch, but with the, the OCD and the intrusive thoughts and like the way my mind is structured, I'm so habitual that like even one little, even if it's a bad habit, I still rely like deeply upon, like deeply on it, you know, to like my OCD is, like, so weird. It's all, like, based off, like, body scan feeling and, like, mm-hmm. overthinky. You know what I mean? And then, like, I don't know. It's it's hard to put into words, but it's, like, A, B, C, D, E, and F are my daily routines. And if I need to take, like, a couple of those out and put some new letters in, even though, like, it's something so small, like, changing what I'm eating in the morning or not trying to do uh, – have nicotine as early or working out or stuff like that, it sends my brain into what feels like, uh, my brain and my body into like, almost like immediate survival mode. Wow. Even though it's something so stupid, like not eating a bowl of cereal, but like having yogurt and eating it at a different time. My body's like, but we've been, and like I get riddled with anxiety and then the intrusive thoughts and the OCD starts to ramp up. <clears throat> so I have a lot of anxiety there. And then on top of um, just looking forward uh, over like this year, there's so many big, big, beautiful things happening, which makes me scared. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> I struggle with uh transitions in a way where like the wedding's gonna happen and i'm gonna be and then like coming back down off of highs is really hard for me Uh, and it's because i'm so i mean i think a lot of people but just gonna speak about myself for a second Mm but i'm so addicted to the highs of anything Mm -hmm. if it's a new this and like in my, in my correct brain and my correct way of thinking, it's just an object. I'll be happy about it for a day. Let's move on. Or it's a wet. You know what I mean? Or it's, it's a wedding. I'm going to feel good about it for a little bit, but eventually I'm going to come down. But when I get high, that correct way of thinking goes out the window and I'm like, okay, what else can I do to remain at this unsustainable level mm-hmm. of joy that I'm feeling? Mm-hmm. And then once I do that, I create my own burnout because Mm -hmm. I'm like, ah, trying to do, you know, does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. So I feel very staticky for, there's just a, there's a lot of change going on Mm -hmm. to routine and change big picture looking forward throughout this year that I'm really excited about. So there's some just natural Mm -hmm. anxiety in there too, Mm. but yeah a little staticky yeah a little staticky still fucking ripping it though <laughs> yeah, it's the you best are. I've ever been on my diet It's the best I've ever been working out mm. um and I'm good at taking days off right now like I'm yeah. not like, oh I took a day off. I'm a fucking but ugh. also
1: if you take a day off, mm-hmm. you're not allowing the days off to continue into the next day mm-hmm. you know
0: and so I made a goal a couple episodes ago and it was to be more disciplined <clears throat> on the weekends. And I think that's like the biggest thing is like, just cause it's the weekend doesn't mean I get to go eat a couple shitty things, stay up till two in the morning doing nothing for no reason type of thing, you know, um, little bit more rigid on the weekends. And then like Monday comes around and I'm excited cause I'm excited. I know that I'm going to be able to work out, uh, while the sun's up like midday, I'm back to like my routine, which is now healthier foods, more movement, mm-hmm. Um Ron, it sounds shitty to say, but I'm trying a lot harder at work, you know.
1: I mean, we all go through that. <laughs> yeah. Like workers. So what is hard. it called? Like fatigue? Like workers' fatigue or something like that. I don't
0: know. Yeah. It's
1: just like sometimes I don't care about my job. Yeah. And that's what I was talking to my therapist about. I was like, when I go to work, I just want to work and go home. Mm-hmm. Like I don't see how people identify with the things that are there. I don't know how they have passion and drive. I was telling this to my therapist and mm. she said Well, you only have a couple more months left, Mm -hmm. so your mind is checking out. And I think that's
0: where I'm really struggling with, yeah. Especially, sorry to cut you off, but like coming back from vacation and then, like, all you all we we were like, all right, let's turn our brains off to moving until the new year hits, Mm -hmm. and then new year hits, and that's like, shit is happening. I'm trying not to mail it in, and I think we, you and I, had the discussion where Mm -hmm. like the the more we just give in and Mm -hmm. only think about the move, the harder. Yeah. these next months are going to yes. be on us.
1: And I think I'm rocking it. Like I am mm-hmm. doing a very good job. I think I'm doing too much of a good job because I'm so scared to get back to where I was six months ago where I was consumed entirely by the move mm-hmm. and by the change and by what was to come. Because right now I'm just not giving it any thought. Like mm-hmm. if things like pop up, I'm like, no, Naturally, you know, yeah. the only thing is that this job that I got offered and getting accepted into college, like those things are happening outside of my control. Mm. You know, the things that are in my control, like looking for a home we can't buy right now mm. or looking for a home that we can't rent right now or like all these. <laughs> my favorite things. hobby. Yeah, yeah, it's really fun. Mm. But it gets to a point in my head where I'm making a choice like if I'm looking at this house, I'm buying it. Mm. If I'm, if I'm looking for a house, I'm looking for one to buy. It's really hard for me to just browse and Mm. like be present in this life. And that's what happened the other day. I think I was mopping and, I had a comment in my head Mm. that where I was like, I can't wait to mop bigger floors. Like I can't wait to just have this huge bigger house Mm -hmm. where like, what am I going to do? Like, what am I going to do? Like, how am I going to mop these floors? Like I already get so tired and sore from mopping this floor. Like if we have a lot more floors, Oh my God, it's going to be like, how am I going to do it? You know? Mm -hmm. And then I was like, wait a minute. And then I was mopping. I was like, I love these floors. And I just started to thank the floors. like, thank you for like providing us with something to, to like sleep on something to walk on like thank you for being so strong and beautiful mm-hmm. like i was thanking the floors and the home because i want to remain present and i don't want to get caught up in like uh, like resenting the home we're in because it's not the home that we're going to be in mm-hmm. for a, a long period of time you know mm-hmm. so i'm really just trying to like hold it in and maintain composure mm-hmm. but Um, we're almost to like the six month mark and Mm -hmm. I know that's when shit starts to get going but I kind of want to wait like myself like Mm -hmm. you know you do you Mm -hmm. (laughs) but I want to wait until that six month mark to like really go in dive into it and wrap my entire existence around it
0: yeah for sure yeah I mean I'm fucking fired up
1: (laughs) yeah me too too,
0: I am fucking fired up I just can't wait yeah you know there's too many things that i'm excited about like to list you know yeah but uh, i'm just really excited and i so i was actually looking at like i don't look at houses i just like to see what's out there i like to see different styles of homes that are up for sale because i don't want um like i have a large list of like houses that i styles of homes that i just like won't move into Mm -hmm. uh and so i just looking at looking seeing what's out there price wise seeing like how things are going up and down what locations and then there is this point in my head where like if i click on one that i really like and then like i'm envisioning
1: a life in it
0: then i stop i'm like all right too deep pull out yeah pull out and i immediately just i'm like okay whatever but yeah uh, all i really look for is is Two bathrooms and out in the woods and then like style of home, yeah. you know? And move in ready. Move in ready, but it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be. I think one of the most exciting things about moving into a house is like working on it. You know what I mean? I like that. I like if I don't go back to work for a month after we move, the purpose uh, is very in our face our own purpose to like get up and work on the house. You know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. Like getting up and working your job is for us and it is for our lives, but working on the actual house that we're in like that shit gets me horny, mm-hmm. dude. Of course. Yeah. It's that just the loan. The what? The loan part. What about it?
1: Like if we use this is offline. Yeah. But if we use the VA loan, yeah. Um it kind of has to be like
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 100%. I don't mean like I'm not I'm not trying to you know what I mean like free
1: to the floors. I'm talking about
0: move <laughs> Finish, in yeah. move in ready, but like not like if like there's a shitty fucking bathroom situation yeah, or a half right. done you know what I mean? Like mm. whatever, mm-hmm. you know, let yeah. that rip. But it's gotta have good bones. <laughs> so yeah, move in ready. Um uh, fucking what else? Talk to me. I got a job offer. Yeah, you did. She's no, a hot I com- she came She's home a hot com- f- fired up. I was up, fired dude. up mm-hmm. because I got
1: good news two days in a row about this job and um, it's just fucking sick, dude, because when you're going through, <laughs> when I'm going through these transi- transitions, I'm like thinking about how am I going to provide for my family, you know? Mm-hmm. And like just having a bit of good news is so motivating mm-hmm. and this, I so a couple months when I was in the heat of spiraling out of control about mm-hmm. our move, I sent my resume to like ten companies.
0: Okay, <laughs> <I was> like <laughs> year and a hire half me. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, hire me. I'm gonna be here in 2024.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'll be there in two years. Mm-hmm. Uh, keep me in mind. No. Yeah. And then so I sent my resume a couple months ago, and then last week I got a call from this guy, and he was like, is this Janessa? I was like, "Who is this?" Mm. And then they were like, well, you sent our, your resume and we really like, we really like what you got going on pretty much. Um, and then they asked me to like talk about myself and it was just a really good conversation. Yeah, I'm a
0: baddie. I'm an entrepreneur.
1: (laughs) This person was like in the Navy for 20 years, retired. And like, so we have the same background, like we do the same exact job. So he knows me, you know, like there's just like this layer of it removed, you know, Mm um, so he was like, uh, and then I came home, I told you about it, super ecstatic. Mm-hmm. And then you were like, email him again tomorrow mm-hmm. and kind of follow up and just show you're interested. And in my head, I was like, um, he knows that. Yeah, but okay. You
0: kept saying that to me. Yeah. I was like, and I know that. <laughs> yeah. I was like, but hit him with an email tomorrow and be like, just to clarify yeah. what you're offering me, I am like extremely
1: interested, interested
0: in and like I've taken a yeah. step to be like this is what's going on yeah and so i I did that Mm -hmm. i was
1: like hey just wanted to follow up thank you for the call yesterday um i am still very interested keep me in mind whatever And then, cause he knows, oh my God, I'm going everywhere. But he knows that I'm not going to be there till October. I was like, I want you to know on the phone. I was like, I want you to know that I'm not going to be there for like another six months or so. And then he was like, well, we have two positions open. One is an immediate hire. And the other one I want to save and lock for you because of your experience and background. Wow. Okay. I didn't even know that was a thing. Mm -hmm. And then, so I sent the Dan email, (laughs) I Mm -hmm. sent the follow up, and then he replied like five minutes later and was like... Um, can you send me an updated resume as a matter of fact um, can you just put this this and this in it I want like we want it to say this this, and this um, because turns out I'm not the only one interested in you my boss flagged your resume and another department flagged flagged your resume so then Mm -hmm. what the fuck like I came home
0: jazzed up Fired up. Fired up. This is good. Up. I love when you come home all fired up and yeah. jazzed. But then up. Yeah. I
1: came home fired up and I didn't compliment your new. Well, beard
0: it's not cut. about the day wasn't about me. It, <laughs> it wasn't was. about me. It was It
1: wasn't. <laughs> he no. got like a fresh beard mm. cut, looking mm. good, you know, and I just mm-hmm. came in.
0: No, but it was it was a, this was just a beautiful day. I cracked a joke, you know what I mean? Because yeah. when I, I love getting my beard done, and especially I've lost some weight, so like. I know the first thing that loses weight is my face. Mm-hmm. And I took my huge beard off and I was like, oh and I get I I only wanna <laughs> look hot course. for you. Of like course. I wanna look hot for me. And like, oh, okay, I checked that box. I look good. I feel sexy. And then I was like, okay, Janessa's coming home. gonna gas she me She usually up. gasses me up. She usually walks in and goes, Bro, you are so fucking hot. You know what <laughs> I mean? And comes out and starts touching my face and rubbing me and shit like that. <laughs> um and then so I was ready for that and she came home and it was bah, 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 and Fired up, and like after we celebrated and had a discussion, I like turned around and i looked at her, and she's like, What? And I was like, You didn't say anything about my beard. <laughs> and then later, that, uh, we were in bed later that night, and you're like, Oh my god! and then you touched my face, and I said, no, Too late, no, too late. Your windows, your windows closed. <laughs> yeah in 2 weeks you can make it up again. <laughs> I'm going to get my beard done again. My boy he did some shit. <laughs> my boy did some shit. He's a beast. He's so good. I'm going to get my hair uh my hair for the wedding done with him too. But uh Dude, I don't, I don't do well. He straight razored me and went against the grain, oh, which hurts so bad. And um I typically like not to get super nerdy about my beard, but I like it very specific. Yeah, and I, I think ha-
1: a lot of men are that way.
0: I have a, and I speak up on it, and I'll change. You have a, t- you have two strikes. <laughs> yeah, you have two strikes as my bar because you can have an. Off, anybody can have an off day. Yeah, if you fuck me up once. I'm like, okay, I should have spoken up yeah, more and give an more direction. Yeah, or you're you're just not dialed. Uh, but this dude's always dialed. So he didn't really, he didn't fuck up. But I didn't speak up. I usually like to leave, uh, I don't like to line this up. I like to be, I like to have it, cleaned up and brought up but natural yeah you know what i mean and like that's ha- what i like too yeah have my my neck fur <laughs> me. kind of ra- <laughs> kind of go down and um but he just he was dialed i knew he was dialed he put he, he took the the extra headrest out put me back he warm toweled me I was like, what's going on yeah warm towel is my, different my, so he, he puts some shit all over you and then he warm towels leaves your nose open gets prepped I was like Brody i must have to fall asleep right now that's what I said no, he, he was like to do, do it yeah, I was like damn what's up daddy what's up
1: daddy <laughs> what's up, daddy
0: how you doing and so no and then yeah he straight raised my shit and then I've been been suffering for three days dude I can't even look like this it hurts feels like a little prickly bush but um how do we get to beard oh about you it's all about me thank you uh it was uh it was a great day it, it was a great day was yeah a great day. and it and it's gonna be great. I think I love your motto uh not even your motto, but well, I guess you know how I talk and learn at the same time yeah. about my own brain. Yeah. I'm doing that right now I look at you i see you um i do everything like associated with time mm-hmm. where like it was like riddled. Janessa with anxiety and having a really hard time beginning of therapy and then like where you are now. Mm -hmm. And, um, I think it's really cool that you're letting go of all of that and all of that is still happening. Mm -hmm. And it just is proof that like when you do let go of the wheel and just focus on what's in your scope and kind of tighten up your scope, that everything around you that you've worked on, that you've manifested and that you've been kind of, trying to control previously is all just going to happen once you remove yourself out of it you know which is great like
1: life is still gonna keep going Mm -hmm.
0: yeah shit's just swirling around you like a fart in the wind you know
1: (laughs) i'll tell my anxiety that in three months
0: Mm -hmm. why was three months
1: it's just closer (laughs) when it's
0: go time but that's where i dial in
1: yeah you fucking. when
0: it's crunch time i'm here yeah i'm good in crunch time you're
1: like the first leg Mm mm-hmm like strength I am after everything happened yeah. and you are taking your time to be in that pit I am that that like
0: mm-hmm. you're the finishing touch yes you're the finishing touch I come in brute Yep, break down the walls of yep. whatever's going on and then mm-hmm. you come in and you go
1: yeah. as a matter of fact <laughs>
0: uh, what else we got
1: um, we got some unconditional love to talk we got about. Unconditional
0: love, yeah. Yep. And the
1: scoreboard mentality. Oh, that's so that's what, we what we I wrote. That's what, I was writing about scoreboard. Scoreboard.
0: Um, <laughs> scoreboard. So hold on, I want to touch this back here. Dude, shout
1: out to Micah. Micah knows why I'm laughing because when we send voice voice notes, mm-hmm. there'll be like one word that we mm-hmm. sing. You sing. It just comes out naturally. Nice. Naturally. <laughs>
0: Janessa's had four cups of coffee today. Can you tell? No, she's just doing well. Yeah,
1: and the sun is out today, so I'm energized. I
0: woke up, like, you know, Mm -hmm. when I, like, feel good, Mm -hmm. what my brain kind of does, and I was, like, going through that all morning because it was bright out. I only, I fasted for most of the day yesterday until dinner, and then just woke up feeling great, Mm -hmm. and um, I'm still feeling good. I'm gonna work out so hard after this. Oh, sorry, uh, scoreboard. I want to wrap this back. You were feeling angry about a lot of stuff. Yes. And um, mm, I, I don't want to speak for you, but I want to tell if it's all right. Like wh- you, you, when you feel angry towards me or something that you don't like to feel towards me and other people, you really get upset. Yeah. At like so like, anger's right here. And then you leave it there and then you look at it from over here and you're really upset. Like yeah. I can't why am I even feeling
1: giving it, and, it that.
0: Why am I so angry? Why am I a bitch about this? And I'm saying this is no, what, 100%. what you say. I would never go to it. <laughs> <laughs> um But can and, I tell them about like yeah. what happened? Of course, yeah.
1: Okay. So I was angry. <laughs> I was mad. <laughs> um, because I just felt like at work Work was starting to put me in a bad mood because people were, whoa, sorry for that noise if you heard that, my throat.
0: (laughs) You got an alien coming out of you over there. Imagine if you just puked.
1: (laughs) We're just infringing on my personal space. And I had a really tough time setting boundaries at work. And then I brought it home with me The anger and resentment, and I started to project that onto Dan. (laughs) And then I think you were like, um, Oh, because sometimes I take things as an attack on me. Mm. So when there's something in general, for example, the dogs have these bones that 100% leave a mess and smell like absolute vomit. Mm. But they love them. Like, that's the one thing that occupies them and they enjoy it. They just fuck off for two hours. Their mind is stimulated. They really love them. So I love to reward them with that, especially if they're like antsy, you know, just to give them something to do. And then we were sitting on the couch and you were like, please don't give the dogs bones on their bed. Mm-hmm. And in my mind I'm like, Do you think I'm a fucking idiot? Like, <laughs> I'm like What the fuck? Like oh, yeah. I wanna inter- entertain them and like I mm-hmm. wanna do this and I wanna do that and da 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 and but outside I'm displaying like like he knows that something's going on in my head, but it's not like mm-hmm. I'm saying anything out loud or scoffing or rolling my eyes or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And then the scoreboard bubbles up. And I think about all the times when I asked him to do something he didn't do or he didn't pay attention to. And now that he's asking me to do something, I'm going to do it because I don't have like I'm not looking at my at my check marks, you Mm -hmm. know, at the things I'm just projecting at that point. You Mm -hmm. know, Um, what about the toilet? What about the sink? What about this? What about that? Um, So it's like this. I'm better Mm kind of thing. Mm
0: hmm in the uh, scoreboard if you if, yeah, the please. way we look at the like when we talk about the scoreboard uh and it's like this mental thing where like and you can have it with roommates with friends in partnerships Family. parents exactly like and it, it i think is a, an ego operation yeah, is absolutely. exactly what it is so it's like this this e the part of the ego that carries the scoreboard and it's like uh i've done you've done um and then there's you could like spider down yeah. to things I've asked that you've done, things that I've asked that you haven't done, or things you've asked me that I have done. You know what I mean? Right. So there's just this ongoing scoreboard. And then so when certain things do bubble up, like uh you're saying like you started to project some anger towards mm. me from work. And mm. in that moment when I asked you, your scoreboard alarm goes Yes. Boom. Oh, and like how dare you in this moment ask me to do something because it's going through the filter of you just immediately looked over your shoulder to the scoreboard and those things popped up you asked me to be better about the sink i did it for two days started being shitty Mm -hmm. um the toilet Mm -hmm. and then what was the other thing oh well just uh, laundry we were talking about laundry which has been an ongoing thing for a long time that we i look at as like we're just constantly working on Mm -hmm. things um Mm -hmm. So like, how dare you in this moment ask me, you know, because you go to the past to the scoreboard. And then that's when I was, I think you said something, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You, you said you brought up the scoreboard, right? Yes.
1: I brought it up yeah. because I knew exactly what was happening. And I, I absolutely do not like when the scoreboard, when the scoreboard is barked back, like as a defense, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. well. Like, that's just not our relationship. Like, mm-hmm. we just don't do the tit for tat in an argument mm-hmm. type of way. Mm-hmm. So I brought up the fact that the scoreboard is blaring in my head. Mm-hmm. And I want you to know that I'm now resenting you because of the sink thing, mm-hmm. you know? And it's, mm-hmm. it's a very emotional conversation because yeah. it's like you're being vulnerable, but you're also, like, I'm also having so much anger inside of me. Yeah. So, like, to come to you in that moment is really, really hard because I... Yeah. I want you to know why I'm upset, but I don't want you to like think that I'm coming at you yeah. back. you know. And
0: then I think in that moment I said, I was like, well, let's talk about it. Yes. But I said, but first, yes. can you just respond to what I'm asking you and, and to acknowledge like, and acknowledge what I'm asking you here separate from that. And then like, if you do have a running scoreboard that you're like, going back to there's obviously some f- type of resentment or passive aggressive anger that you're suppressing and I, I like i always say like who is better to say things to than yeah, me yeah, you know what yeah, i mean yeah. i'm like just let it rip and yeah. so yeah i asked and you was just like listen yeah. List yeah yeah i was like just fire off the things that you need me to work on and like let's talk about mm-hmm. it you know and that's what we did yeah. and we talked about we talked out laundry well and first giving yourself permission and that was like i think when you realize you're allowed to be angry about those things mm-hmm. you're a lot like even if we've t- and that's what i said even when we're leaving the conversation i was I'm like the conversations over the emotions have kind of moved and i was like i just want to let you know that like just because we've talked about it now it, like doesn't mean that if things aren't going the way that you want them to and you begin to get angry again that doesn't mean that you're not allowed to mm-hmm. be angry again mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and then we also talked about you were like, um, well, um, this is like post the the very high flaring emotional mm-hmm. conversation, and we kind of settled back down. And then we started to talk about the scoreboard yeah. for the first time, of like, oh my god, and like mm-hmm. connecting all these things, and um, you were like, you're so much better at not uh, reacting through the scoreboard because I I think in reality, uh, or maybe <laughs> I don't like to speak for like everyone and people but i think we uh, on some level people may sometimes keep like an internal scoreboard Mm -hmm. Uh, or maybe some people or maybe you it just shows we got work to do on the ego but i think if you can relate to this you know that feeling of like oh how the fuck did you just ask me to do that or when i've said or done this 30 fucking times without you asking me Mm -hmm. and i ask you to do this one thing and you can't Mm -hmm. do it that's like that Mm -hmm. scoreboard mentality
1: or like with a friend like Mm -hmm. oh i always call my friend she never calls me
0: Mm
1: -hmm. it's not fair like it's all about fairness and ego and like how fairness is attached to the ego Mm
0: -hmm. yeah and and so (sighs) you were like um you had said you were like you're you react better and i then explained to you i was like that's not because i don't have the scoreboard i have just worked on through the relationship mine was when we first we moved in together and then once we moved here my fucking scoreboard went nuts you know what i mean like every time i felt like i was doing the dishes when i didn't even really do anything You, boom, boom you know that feeling of like uh, why am i doing the dishes I didn't fucking do this or do that or why am I doing this? I didn't touch that. Like that's a real thing that happens. And if you start to operate out of that emotion or if you continue to acknowledge that emotion and quietly operate out of it and then it becomes like that passive aggressive bubble that you and I have exploded probably twice since living here where mm-hmm. it's like and our explosions are tiny but <laughs> like <laughs> but like um in the in the sense of like uh it was just so passive aggressive yes. that like i think i called a timeout one day yeah and i we were in like we the were like, middle of we just something
1: like we were in the kitchen i remember yeah, yeah yeah i remember it was just like this like life catches up to you and mm-hmm. you look you pause mm-hmm. you look around it gets really quiet and you're like we need to talk. We need to get into something yeah, here. Yeah.
0: Because yeah, it was, I called the time out because it was just, it felt like.
1: It's ugly. It's, it's weird. really it's ugly. It's just me
0: and you in the house. We're just existing yeah. in the house. But like yep. the energy or like aura around us, they're not getting along. It's not they're a we're shared like, space. No, it's not. It's no. like your rooms that uh-huh. you're using are yours. The rooms that I'm using are mine. Yeah. And we kind of realized, like, in that moment, like, no matter what the emotions are or moods or how the days are going, Mm -hmm. when we're in this house, which we spend a lot of time together in, Mm -hmm. it's our escape from everything out there. And
1: one time, I remember one time, I remember Mm -hmm. it so clearly. Mm -hmm. I was absolutely heart shattered because you spoke the words you were like this does not feel like my sanctuary Mm -hmm. this does not doesn't feel like a
0: home right Mm -hmm.
1: and i was just i I said it feels
0: like a prison yes because i was yeah 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 i remember yes yes.
1: and i was so like (laughs) dumbfounded and like like i wanted to release you from Mm -hmm. this prison i wanted you to just get out and go and like go live another life and go feel happiness somewhere Mm -hmm. else you know
0: i yeah, yeah yeah
1: but it wasn't about it wasn't My, that's what, what my uh, emotions and ego was telling me Mm -hmm. that you wanted to be out Mm -hmm. because you felt you were in prison.
0: And I, I love the fact that back then we used to both share that same thing where like you hit the eject button. Yes. Like if we got in this little thing, it's like, it's over. Yeah. And now it's just, that's not a thing anymore. Because you just work through it. Exactly. Yeah. But
1: in that moment when you said that, I'm thinking like you want to get out of this Mm -hmm. with the eject, whatever. Mm -hmm. And you're like, no, that's not what I mean at all. Like, yeah. I forgot what you said. I don't know if it had to do with like your emotions are are making your environment.
0: It was uh, transitioning from job to job, working from home, how stressed I was. So then I'm, I'm now this place where I work. That is my home. That is my escape is no longer that when the stress of work is embodying mm-hmm. everything. It's mm-hmm. like and then I'm transitioning out of work. I'm stressed. I'm angry because my morning routine was just wake up and stress. And that's like when I asked you to start tapping in. I was like, will you let the dogs out first thing in the morning? And will you feed them before um, I get up and get my workday started? Mm. And we just kind of adjusted. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then I was like, yeah, I was like, "There." it doesn't feel like when I'm out of work that like I leave my little office mm-hmm. and walk back into the house and it feels like my house. It feels like an imprisonment yes. of like you and i not sharing emotions Mm -hmm. clearly you and i not being on the same page Mm -hmm. but more so my own prison Mm -hmm. that i've created Mm -hmm. and it's Mm -hmm. like because of the work stress because of the transition yeah i remember i said the word prison and you just went
1: yeah immediately "Mm," i was like tough choice of (laughs)
0: words i was like "Ah, shit you start to backpedal no 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 yeah Yeah. that's not what i meant
1: that's not what i meant (laughs) but no and then like i don't know
0: but the scoreboard so yeah. i think um and i i explained to you that two things um stick out to my mind with the scoreboard thing i like first remember becoming aware of it uh me m- my buddy ck my brother t mac and maddie mo maddie mo was living with us at the time and me maddie mo and tom were like ruthlessly like well i bought beer and you're wearing my pants because we're all sharing clothes sharing booze food whoever had money's doing this doing that we we're just living kind of rough and um we were we had this little um dynamic that was like all about who did what and i remember we were smoking a blunt at uh Corey's house one time and we got into this argument a, like a big blown up one probably because we were fucked up. But like, well, you fucking, I asked you not to wear those pants and you fucking wore them and you have my shoes on. He's like, well, fucking T Mac took this and Corey was like, dude. I remember it's like so so insightful. We we're all fucked up. It's probably like two in the morning, and he was like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? He's like, do you hear yourselves right now? You guys are like essentially three brothers right now your best friends you're all trying to help each other live but all you're doing is keeping a tally on who's doing what for who he was like that's fucking gross he was like and if that's how you guys feel like when we hang out then you guys need a dip and I, I remember just that. being like I think I was like whoa you know yeah. what I mean and so I became conscious of it then and then all throughout sobriety of like um like a, a good deed is a good deed you know mm-hmm like
1: and let it be that
0: and let it be that I think like if like I'm lacking something or lacking a feeling or lacking emotion and then I go out and I try to seek out opportunity to be helpful to fill my own cup you know mm-hmm. that is this weird uh like like secret scoreboard mm-hmm. you know what i mean that you keep versus like society or yeah. universal energy or well i'm good, such
1: a good human being
0: exactly you're a good I'm karma cup.
1: For, for strangers yes you know? you're
0: trying to fill your good karma cup by like oh you know mm-hmm. and that's this weird fucking egotistical scoreboard too but we um, all do it we yeah, all do it 100 percent. and
1: it's really it's really hard to know when you're doing mm-hmm.
0: it i'm nice with it I will, I'll just toot my own horn. Uh, I feel it and I immediately, I let the thoughts happen. You know what I mean? And then I just give everything the one, we're saying a lot of metaphors, but the one-two punch, remember I talked to you about that, Yeah. where like you, your first punch is like your, for me, uh, is a, is a emotional response Mm -hmm. is like the first punch. And then the second punch is like the combination of logic and coming down from emotion, mm-hmm. and then I move with that second punch. Not don't react off the first punch so much. Nice. Uh, I think that
1: C K. That C K. Story is I love that story because mm-hmm. I think that we forget that men, like it within their friendships, have arguments mm-hmm. and have these insightful conversations. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's really it's really common to hear about women experiencing this and their like sisterhood and all that, but. I personally forget about what men go through Mm -hmm. and how they express their emotions.
0: Yeah, I'll I'll say this like so. Someone like CK has always been an emotional anchor to Mm -hmm. whatever our friend group was always interchanging. But Mm -hmm. like CK is just an emotional guy, wears his heart on his sleeve, and I respond to that more than I do anything. Mm -hmm. So. And I, I like to think I'm pretty emotional, you know? Yeah. I don't know if there was ever a time as as men, like as young kids in friend groups where we couldn't speak our emotions. Mm-hmm. I think we were all, for the most part, pretty open about whatever emotions. If it was like a, we're in high school and a girl is hurt, then like we're all there and mm-hmm. we're all talking about mm-hmm. it and trying to figure it out, you know? Um, yeah, but yeah, I, I think... <laughs> I think that was uh that was a it's a great memory that I have yeah. of Corey, and that's just like Corey in a nutshell. Yeah. He's just so such kind. a fucking so cool, kind and welcoming, beautiful human. Shouts out to CK if you watch this, big boy. um But yeah, so the scoreboard's gnarly. Scoreboard is gnarly. I think we probably all do it in some way, shape, or form, but not responding out of that immediate emotional response of how mm. dare you, or if you do, you know what I mean, because I you'll respond to that emotion, and I will. But then you circle back and you talk it out, right. you know? So that was a good conversation. Um, not just this, but yeah. I mean, the night that we yeah. had that, that was, I love those conversations, too. dude. You know, it was funny, Janessa, we're laying, <laughs> we're laying in bed the other night and I was like snuggling with Indy and I have my eyes closed and I open my eyes and Janessa's just looking at me. I was like, what? She was like, do you like talking to me? <laughs> <I'm> like, what? <laughs> Let we get married in 19 days and we have a podcast together. I was like of course I like talking to you. That's the whole basis of why yeah. we do this, yeah. you know. Um scoreboard what else? We had uh unconditional love. Yeah, I think scoreboard. Wanted
1: to touch on that, yeah.
0: Scoreboard unconditional love.
1: I thought about it a lot this week because we we talked about how we wanted to bring it up on the mm-hmm. podcast and I just can't put my own definition to it.
0: To what unconditional love is? Yeah. Oh, you want a definition? I know it's love
1: without conditions, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. what's your definition? So
0: I look at what is a condition first, and then I would like deconstruct. Yeah. You know what I mean? Condition is timing, um, convenience, uh, challenge, Mm -hmm. risk, reward. Mm -hmm. Um, Those are all, to me, conditions. Like how... like think about you remember covid happened mm-hmm. i moved in with you it Was supposed to be temporary yeah my sous chef position that restaurant got closed mm-hmm. very briefly mm-hmm. i fucking scooted up to live mm-hmm. with you to ride it out and i went on that and then my chef called me and was like hey um we need you back the restaurant's gonna pop back open and mind you i just Got promoted to sous Chef, just got health insurance, <laughs> just was about to start making real money for the first time since living in LA. And I was like, Fuck. You know, fuck. Mm-hmm. And I went, I left and I went on a jog with Paxton around that little um wilderness like reservoir down up by mm-hmm. your apartment. <sighs> Cause I told Chef I was like, I need a day or two. Like mm-hmm. I just Take like moved time. in with this woman mm-hmm. and like I'm madly in love so I don't really want to (laughs) and so I went on this run and I just went on a run and I remember I was just uh, the run was over I started smiling I looked at Paxton where we were I looked up and there was like two hawks flying up above me and I was just like I'm not gonna leave you know what I mean (laughs) and that was purely out of like a stem I think from the love that I felt for you Mm -hmm. at that time you know, mm-hmm. and then like, I didn't sit there and weigh out the options of money. I didn't sit out there and weigh out the options mm-hmm. of all oh, poor me. I'm Make not going to, this sous chef position. I could go further. Mm-hmm. I didn't weigh, which maybe some people would call impulsive, but I think I didn't weigh out anything. Mm-hmm. I just was like, I, there's just no, I'm just not going to leave yeah. and just see what yeah. happens. And then <clears throat> We want to look at another example, right? My brain fell out of my ass and I had a mental health emergency for months. Mm -hmm. And I moved back to the East Coast. Mm -hmm. And without question, you at the time, Paxton was like felt solely like my dog. Mm -hmm. You took over my dog. You took over uh, maintaining the both vehicles, Mm -hmm. the apartment, the money, the food, the everything. And that's without question. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I think that those are examples of unconditional love where it's like you put love up on one side of the scale and you put up the conditions on the other and start to try to weigh
1: Mm. and if like that's a scoreboard in
0: itself (laughs) exactly you know what I mean so you're trying to like tally up on each side of Mm -hmm. like okay yeah I love this person but I I, I'm about to get this promotion and I Mm. might need to move here and it's like if you love love like if you're if you're well I guess unconditionally Hold on. If, if if you're acting out of love, I think, in my opinion, at least for me, it outweighs anything on the other side of the scale. It doesn't even make it to the scale mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. me personally. And then I think unconditionally love, unconditional love is also a practice. Mm-hmm. I think it's also something that's mm-hmm. learned as the relationship goes on. That like, yeah, you like... Um, something set up a certain way but I don't and like you not being cemented in your belief or me being so cemented in my belief that like well he doesn't really like the things that nah. it's like those things yeah they happen yeah you recognize them but it doesn't make or break because it's not conditional it's not like if you don't do X, y, Z, am out right. you know what I mean mm-hmm. There, there is no condition mm-hmm. I think in that love so I think um is that a definition? Yeah. I
1: think your <laughs> vows are going to be better than mine. My vows? Yeah. I haven't
0: even... I You're know,
1: such a good... You talk so well about love. And I love love.
0: I love Damn, love, dude. I love love. It's my favorite thing in the world. My favorite... I like seeing people who are in love. I like to see people falling out of yeah. love. I like to see people breaking up. Yeah. I like to see people getting together. Everything around it is just so Do you think so you could be fire. like a marriage therapist? Oh, It's always been in the back of my head. Really? Like some type of... Yeah. Some type... I've... Maybe marriage counseling. with some schooling. I don't, I don't even know if I would want to do marriage though, you know, mm-hmm. uh, just in general. Yeah. Just partnership. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I think marriage people think, uh, at divorce, least I, th- yeah. yeah, I think it's like, you're trying to avoid divorce mm-hmm. where it's like, that's not but, necessarily um, yeah. my
1: mom and my therapist recommended like premarital counseling. Cool. Like, um, like there's all types, like, pre pre-children like there's some counseling that needs to go on like some things that need to be dissected before you hop into these big life changes mm-hmm. you know yeah and see like what is not being resolved mm. i don't know but like that i'm just trying to get at that counseling is not like um, marriage counseling isn't just divorce yes there's, yeah 100%. Like, other aspects to it too yeah
0: yeah i'm trying to think about um those counseling, what premarital, premarital, and well, we got nineteen days, so
1: yeah, I I feel like we do premarital counseling
0: within. all the time. <laughs> yeah, within within yeah. the home.
1: I think it's just for like somebody from the outside to bring up whatever we might not. But
0: yeah, because we're close to it, you yeah. know. Yeah. yeah, unconditional love, and I'll tell you what, I used to and love conditionally. What, I used to. I used too. to love. Oh, one one more little sidebar mm-hmm. on unconditional love. Um. I I remember I was telling you, I don't remember who said it or what video, but I was watching this video and somebody said, um, unconditional love is accepting the person that you love, no matter what it is they do, the way that they think, the way that they act. Unconditional love is when... You're looking at someone, and you're only looking at how much you love them, not how much you love them based on a return value Mm. of what their love does for you. So I love you as a person in this world, Mm -hmm. not as my soon-to-be wife, my girlfriend, the mother of our Mm – none of that. Mm -hmm. It's who Janessa is as a human, Mm -hmm. whether we're in this Mm -hmm. or we're separate. My love will travel with you wherever you go. Mm -hmm. It's not – it's not an exchange. You know what I mean? And I think one thing that, <laughs> remember, I, I would always press you like, come on, get in the ice bath, get in the ice bath. Let's get the canoe on the truck. Yeah. Come on, fucking yeah. bleh, jump Go in the water. Yeah. Do You know what I mean? And you're like, I don't want to. And I'm like, come on, come on. And I will say that I stopped doing that because I watched that video. And that was an example of like, if you're trying to, if you ask them to do something and they don't want to, and you badger it, stop. Yeah. Just accept the fact that they say no because every time you accept what they're saying to you, that is an act of unconditional love, yeah. you know? So, so that was that was good too. <laughs> <Yeah>. That's <laughs> what I use in my head yeah. when I'm like, yo, why don't we – and you say no and I really, really and want just, to.
1: I want you to know how much mm-hmm. it's like it's changed
0: mm-hmm.
1: me mm-hmm. to know that like in a good way. hmm um, to know that, like if I like my no is honorable, hundred percent, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And now it's making me want to like do these things, mm-hmm. you know, because it's on my terms. It's up to you, you know. Yeah,
0: it's not yeah. you doing it because I'm asking. Because yeah,
1: now you're asking. Now I feel like I have to prove something 100%. and like, all this other stuff. Blah blah, blah blah blah.
0: Yeah, it's entirely up to you, which is tight. Huh. Um, <laughs> what. I watched a little bit of The Bachelor. <laughs> okay. And Love Island. And Love Island is pretty good. <laughs> I'll say it. There's so much corny shit, but it takes me back to, like, I feel like when you're on a field trip and, like, you and your three homies, yeah. and then, like, the hot group of girls that you all have little crushes on, you're all on a field trip yeah. together, yeah. and, like, that unstructured classroom yep, yep. freedom of being like dude did you go talk to her yeah we'll go stand next to her you know what I mean <laughs> yeah. or she's not she's going on the bus want to go sit next you know what I mean and it's like the, the we're like little boys yeah over here talking and all the girls are like oh my god do you think he's gonna come talk yeah. to me and like blah, blah. but it's like a grown-up version of that I think with real emotions uh-huh. real yeah. real like situations <laughs> I can't believe how much I like it um <laughs> No, I only like it because I think it reminds me of that. But there is a lot of corny stuff because I'm a man. (coughs) Uh, But no, I think it's cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Love Island's pretty good. But the fucking bachelor, um, my guy. Zach. My boy, is that his name? Yeah. Fucking Zach, dude. If you don't stop open mouth kissing these women while they're mid-sentence, you're a lunatic, man. The girl is like... And my mom, she never loved me. He's like, oh, yeah. my
1: mom, she passed away when I was six, and I just haven't recovered.
0: He just comes over, (laughs) open mouth, dude, while this girl's pouring her heart out. He just won't stop kissing people. And it it really bothers me. How many times do I go, oh, my God, dude. Oh my God!
1: He is a kissing bandit, bro.
0: My boy Zach. <laughs> he's
1: he's totally. got to get a chapstick
0: sponsor. <laughs> God. I get it. Yeah, you know I mean, you yeah. got to smooch, but like the know timing that, like, of it. The oh. people that are
1: editing this show are just like making cuts of of yeah. everything that's being said. So it's like it's so funny that they're just cutting to the kissing.
0: It's just like, <laughs> but it always seems like. They, they show the perspective of the girl and she starts to really talk about something or she's gaining like some type of traction in a Courage. sentence. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then all of a sudden from the back of his head, you just see him start leaning forward <laughs> and then it switches over to him and he's just like, but he starts from so far out. You know what I mean? That shit's crazy. I don't fuck with The Bachelor. I think The Bachelor's whack as fuck. So you
1: like Love Island better?
0: <sighs> I mean, yeah, I do. I do. I think, I think, um, and maybe it's an ego thing. As a man, yeah, like these eight women. Like how all you would how you about, would
1: handle that situation?
0: I wouldn't want to be in that. I mean, listen, shorty, Till I met you, that was an everyday situation for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, let's wrap. Said so what I said. Let's wrap. Yeah. Nah. Yeah, dude. What are we done for?
1: Because honestly, I don't know how much this fucking memory card has left Word. in it.
0: That was that was an hour <laughs> on the dot. Uh, bullet points, scoreboards,
1: out love in In.
0: boom and zach stop open mouth kissing (laughs) these women dude i know you're an emotional guy but let them finish her sentence okay
1: love you guys love you guys thanks for tuning in